Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for your wisdom, Lord, and the joy that you have brought into each and every one of our lives, Lord, first through the knowledge of knowing that we will spend eternity with you, Lord, as we choose your Son, Jesus Christ, and accept him as our Lord and Savior, Lord, and just the happiness the joy that you bring with us bring to us lord through the goodness that you show us lord through your kindness your faithfulness and your compassion lord your forgiveness and extremely your faithfulness lord most importantly that you will perform all that you have said to each and every one of us lord individually and collectively lord that you won't let one word fall to the ground lord that you have spoken but you will fulfill all lord and we just thank you for that we thank you for our listeners and our partners lord that they're being blessed lord that they have peace and comfort knowing that you care for them lord that they are anxious for nothing they're worried about nothing lord and we thank you for who you are lord we thank you for your holy spirit that you've sent to guide us in all truth and show us things to come lord and to minister to each and every one of us our needs lord so we praise you for that lord in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study and discussion of the Word in the book of Acts. So, before we get into it, I'd just like to thank each and every one of you for, I'll say, being a part of this ministry and participating in the labors by liking the episodes, by subscribing on this platform and any number of the platforms where you can find a day of prayer on and for sharing these episodes with others so they can be blessed and they too can learn and grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It matters. It matters to, to us and it matters to the Lord. And mm-hmm. we just like to, to thank you for partnering and co-laboring with us in building the Lord's house and, and bringing in the end time harvest. So Amen. thank you. Yes, and thanks for listening. Thanks Amen. for um, going through the word with us. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, this morning we are going to reread Acts chapter 5 and the first 16 verses. So, can I get a volunteer to, to do that, please? I will. All right, Charles. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds. His wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the prices of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out, and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. 
Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they are all healed. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So, there's one aspect of this section of Scripture that we haven't really discussed yet, and that is um, blasphemy, or blaspheming the Holy Spirit. All right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you going to define blaspheme for us? I am. Well, I'm going to let Webster's define blasphemy mm-hmm. for us, um, which is, one second. Hold on. Notice how I teed that up for you. Yes, I like that. that was, I appreciate <laughs> Thank that. You, Dean. Right, I want and $5 later. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a couple of different definitions for blasphemy. The first. To part uh, 1A, the act of insulting or showing contempt or lack of reverence for God. B, the act of claiming the attributes of a deity. And then the second is this, irreverence towards something considered sacred or inviolable. Everybody get that? Mm. Yes. yes. What and of course we can. There's plenty of scripture. The Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes were upset with Christ. Why? They thought he was blaspheming, making himself to be God. Exactly. But he is God, so they were wrong about but that application. Okay, so so there you go. And Jesus himself educated his followers, the disciples, now apostles. And those that were with them, right? The multitudes on the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. yes. You'll find it in, in two places. One's Matthew 6. Hmm. Let me get there myself. Repeat that, please. Oh, excuse me. It's not Matthew 6. The, the prayer is in Matthew 6. It's in Matthew believe 10. Matthew 10 is where we're going now. Yes. Okay. Mm. Got to find it here. Well, it begins in 10. Mm. So actually in Matthew 12, excuse me. Honey. There's sorry, sorry, there's a couple of different things, right? And <laughs> and there's an aspect of blasphemy that occurs when the Pharisees say in uh, Matthew actually 9:34 he casts out demons by the ruler of demons, but it's actually in Matthew 12, excuse me. Okay, look at that for just a second. I'm going to read something to you. Okay. Um this is what Jesus said um in in describing this is Mark 3:29. It says, "But he who or I'll back up to 28. As surely I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the sons of men, and whatever blasphemies they utter, but he who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness, but is subject to eternal condemnation. 
Mm-hmm. And this is Luke 12. Yes, um, we're going there next. What was okay. the first one you read? Mark 3, Mark 3, okay. 28 and 29. I'm sorry, I didn't say that right. Um, I'll read Luke 8, I mean Luke 12, verses... 31 and 2. Um, actually, I'm going to read 9 and 10 in Luke 12. It says, But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. Mm-hmm. So, just... And, and- in Matthew 12, 31, 32 says, Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven men. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. And then you also brought up in Luke. Uh, oh, I did read that for you, Luke 12. Um Yes. Verse 10, but I read 9 and 10 together. Okay, we're good. So, uh, I'll bring that up. I just lost my place. In Acts? In Acts, yes. Okay, we're going back to Acts For, chapter 5. Well, so, there's there's a couple points I, I want to bring out here. Okay. The Holy Spirit is now has now been freely given, right? Mm-hmm. Poured and out in the earth. Poured mm-hmm. out in the earth is is freely given for all and and in the all we we read this in a previous episode um is acts 532 we are his witnesses to these things and to all and so is also is the the holy spirit whom god has given to those who obey him right yes so we have to believe in the lord and be obedient to him and ask right for his Holy Spirit. Yeah, and the Holy yeah. Spirit was freely given. We saw it poured out in Acts chapter 2, and we, we've gone through those various ways that the Holy Spirit was given, right? And, and poured yes. out, just in the book of Acts. But let's also remember, again, that he is God, and Jesus educated us in the Gospels already about the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. And yes. against blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Right, he is God. He is part of the Godhead. He must be treated in reverence. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That clearly was not the case here, but but let's look at a few different things. We talked about this in an earlier episode on this section. How there were some that came in to spy out their liberty, their freedom in Christ. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. There were all these signs and miracles happening. But what was the, there was a couple things that they were unified or in a, one accord, in agreement with. And what were they? Who, the, the body of Christ was the in agreement? The body of Christ, yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's see. They were in prayer on one accord. We read um, previously about asking for boldness to preach the word of God um, in chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in one accord and waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit in chapter one because jesus told them to and they um did that in chapter one and beginning of chapter two they were in one accord and agreement there and they were also in one accord and agreement about sharing what they had with each other okay prayer being the key thing right yes yes they were first together in prayer 
What is prayer? Communication with the Lord. Okay, it's how we communicate with the Lord. What else, what occurs in prayer besides communication? Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else? There should be send uh, at least a receiving of information, but there's usually a sending and receiving of mm -hmm. information um, from the Lord. We should definitely hear from him what he has to say. Uh, sometimes, though, I've, I've known God to consider conversation that he ordains as prayer. Okay. Um, it's also recalled this, right? And in Ephesians 6, we are told about the armor of God. Oh, a weapon. Right? Okay. It is a weapon. Okay? Yes. And he, he tells us, Paul, the apostle, tells us to put on all this armor. Why? So we can stand in prayer. Right? Praying yes. at all times in the spirit. That's in Thessalonians. Right? Prayer is important. Two of those, um, uh, well, we just went over about blaspheming the Holy Spirit, right? Where the Lord is educating mm -hmm. his followers on the reverence the Holy Spirit must be treated with, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 Did, did you know that that comes right after the Lord's Prayer? No. So in Luke 11, all right, he begins discussing uh, what's known as, as the model prayer, right? Yes. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Right? And I'm not going to read the whole thing. That's literally in verse 2, but his disciples wanted to know how to pray, right? Mm -hmm. Immediately after that, right, there is a key part there. And it was how a house divided cannot stand, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you find it there in Luke 11, start, begins in verse 14. And you also find that in, as we just pointed out, Matthew 12. Although Matthew 6 is where you find the Lord's Prayer. But you, you also read from Matthew 9, right? Uh, I read Mark 3, 29 and Luke 12, 10. Okay. So, but there's, there's a couple things I want to point out in here, right? Mm -hmm. The Lord gives them the model prayer and then begins this discussion on how a house divided cannot stand. So he's literally teaching about unity, but he's also correcting people, admonishing them, teaching them, educating them on properly attributing the works of God to God and the works of the devil to the devil, teaching them mm -hmm. how to separate the holy from the common or the, or the profane, right? Mm -hmm. Because he, Jesus, was being accused of doing works, casting out demons and healing by the power of the devil. Did everybody get that? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Okay. What did we say the, that the definition for blasphemy was? Well, read it to us again, baby. Well, we didn't say Webster. Actually. Oh, well, yeah, well, Webster. What, so what did Webster say? Okay. Webster said, the act of insulting or showing contempt or lack of reverence to God, mm -hmm. the art of claiming the attributes of a deity, and irreverence towards something considered sacred or unviolable. Kind of like what Nebuchadnezzar did and end up seven years in the field acting like a beast. Okay, yes. With feathers and talons. Mm. Yeah. It was more than acting. <laughs> like, wow, God, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Amen. So 
that was the beginning of the Lord educating his disciples on how they should conduct themselves. He talks about how the house divided cannot stand. He talks about how unclean spirits, you know, what happens when they are returned because the house is swept out but is not filled, right? It talks about keeping the word, seeking a sign, and, and there's a bunch of woes to, to Pharisees, lawyers, all those things. And then in chapter 12, is when he he gets into teaching about hypocrisy, the fear of God, confessing him before men, and ultimately gets to what you read, honey, about um, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And you find the the very similar pattern, beginning with Matthew chapter 6. He's discussing the same things there, but it goes on a little more because you see even more miracles discussed in Matthew, right? After yes, those same yes. lessons, there are even more lessons given, more miracles happen. And then he gets into saying what happens, right? And how this is an unpardonable sin, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. So I want a, a fella to, to bring this up because you see the division or the enemy trying to, again, as we were saying in an earlier episode, sow tares, right? Yes. Amongst the brethren. The trust has to be in the Lord, but we are to rightly attribute the works of the Lord, not of what it, it looks like or sounds like, right? What our eyes see in our ears, natural eyes mm-hmm. and natural ears, but what, what the Holy Spirit is saying. Mm-hmm. How can we, who are believers, say that, the devil is doing something. You give him credit for good if these people are being free, which is exactly what the Lord was addressing in each of these, um, what you call it, Ser- uh, in Matthew Seven and in Luke, right? The, the scriptures. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? He's saying, but mm-hmm. he says, Achilles, if I am doing this by this power, then, right, which goes back to a question that Dean, you asked in an earlier episode about. Why did the Pharisees ask, by whose name and what authority are you doing this? They knew full well. They had been told very plainly. Jesus, they had been told earlier during Jesus' earthly ministry. He says, if you're saying I'm doing this by the power of the devil, then by who do you do that? Do you cast demons out, right? So then if you're saying that, then you have to, you have to acknowledge that, uh, and he says that, the, the spirit of the Lord or that the kingdom of heaven has come near you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So again, we, and we can't do it of our own, right? And, and I say this to be wary, to, to warn us and, and so that we can examine things. And by examine, I mean bring and let it pass by before the Lord because we need his thoughts, his perspective on every scenario and situation. And I say that because in Revelation, it says the devil will come and he will do miracles, right? We saw that even with Moses' time. The Pharaoh had magicians and they did miracles, right? Mm-hmm. Or so it's described. Mm-hmm. So how we know what's holy and what's profane? Only through the revelation, discernment, through the Holy Spirit, which is exactly what you see with Peter, right? Yes. So it's also interesting because... You do not hear, if you will, in Scripture about someone else lying concerning the Holy Spirit, right? And then yes. and suffering the same fate 
as Ananias and Sapphira. Not quite, but there was the, the king that was declaring himself as God. And, or the people saying, not, not the voice of a man, but a God, a God. Right. And an angel yeah. struck him. And eaten yes. by worms? And yeah, they were right there instantly eating him after. <laughs> well, glory to God. But you do see a, a, a speedy judgment on exactly. that in, in that scenario, in that case, it, scripturally. So, so yeah, so there is a speedy judgment. It doesn't quite state it the same. But here's the, the biggest thing with that is, let us bring everything before the Lord. And get his thoughts in his perspective. So that way we hold him in reverence. Right? It's demonstrated. Vice what happened with Ananias and Sapphira there in the book of Acts. Mm. All right? Okay. It is it is an unpardonable sin. Right? Amen. And I'm not saying that everyone has committed that or anyone is right. The Lord would reveal those things to you, right? Yes. You, you would you would know and to others, clearly. And we saw that with Peter. I was going to say, and here's a good tip. If you don't even know what that means, just just keep it moving, okay? Right, What exactly. it means to blaspheme, you have no idea. Even after we said it, there's no, uh, I'll say, recognition. Just keep moving with God, okay? That's it. And yes. um, the Lord, what you can see in Job is the Lord wanted to be rightly esteemed for mm-hmm. doing good. Um, the Lord is good, and his, He only does good works, and His mercy endures forever. Amen. So every good and perfect thing comes from above, from the Father of lights, right? The Lord above, in whom there is no deviation or shadow of turning. Glory to God. Jesus said that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and then He distinguishes. But I have come, this Jesus saying about Himself, that you may have life and life more abundantly. So. Abundant life only comes from God. Good gifts only come from God. Theft, destruction, and... Um, Ultimately, dis- death. Right. Only comes from sin and the devil. Keep those things in their, in their place and don't attribute wickedness to God. He never does anything wicked. So keep it there. You're good to go. And thank God. Be grateful. We are to give thanks in every situation, not for every situation, but in every situation, mm-hmm. because the adversary is working against humanity, but in particular, God's people to try to steal, kill and destroy in their life. So understand that that's what's happening and who's doing it. And um, you will be good, good to go. You won't have anything to be concerned on in that front. And Absolutely. So just just something I, I felt mm-hmm. led that we needed to bring up. Right. And but it, yes. it also gives us insight as to how the enemy works, right? So we saw it in both in Matthew and in Luke, discussing Jesus' ministry. It was concerning prayer and, I'll say, the working of miracles, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus said, even greater things than these you will do. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus had resistance from, and primarily from those that should have known better. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. should know better. Amen. We shouldn't yes. be caught off guard. Exactly. Um, we should be aware. Um, and I just wanted to say, when God, he is the one who determines what a situation and a circumstance is. We are not to judge the heart of people. As, as believers, as people, it's not our business to judge anybody's character. We can say the actions are wrong, but judging them in situations, leave that to the Holy Spirit because he knows. He's not fooled by anybody's put on 
or masking or leaving out of information. He's not. But when we try to rely on our own strength to identify, then we get into trouble. But if you just say, Holy Spirit, what do you say about the situation? And then you stick to what he tells you and leave it there. You're good to go. You'll never be deceived. You'll never be fooled. But if you look what you're naturalizing, you use your flesh, you look for signs and things like that, you're open to deception. So just keep it, Holy Spirit, what you say about it, and I believe you, and trust him. Amen. The just man shall live by his faith, um, like you said, Dean, and let's live our lives according to that. And that faith is demonstrated through our obedience and faithfulness to the Lord. So, amen? Amen. 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 All right, we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for showing us that what we need to do, Lord, and just being a safeguard for us so we don't go into wrong places. Lord, mm-hmm. I also just thank you for warning us, warning us and just telling us your word, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.